I know that there's lots of people out there suddenly thinking, wow, my job isn't as secure as what I thought it was. So maybe there's even nurses in your world whose partners are in that position where they've all of a sudden thought my job isn't secure, but they may also be thinking, and I know a lot of people have had this, the world has slowed down a little bit again, not so much for nurses, but people are taking that time to stop and think, what is it that I really want to do? Welcome to the Happy Nurse Podcast. Nurses are the backbone of healthcare, always there to care for strangers as if they were one of their own often forsaking special moments with their own family in order to ensure another's loved one is being cared for. As nurses, self-care is essential. I am Elena Mullery, nurse educator and self-care mentor for nurses. I'm an RN with 20 years of clinical experience. I have first-hand experience of stress and burnout. It was this experience which led me to develop a passion for personal development and pursue the study of mindfulness, meditation, hypnotherapy and neuro-linguistic programming. Each episode, I will be promoting self-care strategies to those who always care for others. I have broken self-care down into five aspects, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual and indulgence to make it easy to ensure all your self-care needs are being met. Each episode, I will interview nurses and self-care gurus from around the world to help you with each aspect of your self-care. Welcome to the Happy Nurse Podcast with Elena Mullery. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Happy Nurse Podcast. I'm Elena, as you all know. Today I am joined by Samantha Riley. I'm really excited to have Samantha on the show because she is actually one of my coaches and I've been working closely with her for the last six or seven months. Welcome, Samantha. So awesome to be with you here, Elena. I'll just tell you a little bit about Samantha and then we'll jump right in. So Samantha Riley is an authority positioning strategist and host of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast. She's built multiple businesses over the past 27 years and grew her first seven-figure business before she was 30. Samantha now teaches her clients how to transform their knowledge into a coaching business, which gives them more time, money, and freedom while doing the work that matters. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm a bit... I'm a bit kind of like, oh, the tables have turned. Now I'm asking you stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sitting here a little bit nervous saying normally it's me me giving you coaching and this time you're in control, you're in charge. I'm, ex- I'm actually excited, so excited. Yeah, so am I. It's lovely to have you on the show. And you have helped me get Happy Nurse to where it is so quickly and I'm so grateful to you. In fact, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast because you planted Yeah. I know. How cool is podcasting? I love it so much. Yeah, I love it too. But you planted that seed during the COVID downturn and yeah, here it goes. So still going. I just recorded episode 20 the other day. I couldn't quite believe it. Congratulations. It goes so fast, doesn't it? Yeah, Soon it you'll be like, I can't believe it. We've done 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Watch this space. Exactly. So as you know, Sam, I'm all about self-care and especially Mm -hmm. promoting self-care to my nursing colleagues. 
I speak about having a non-negotiable in my self-care, just to ensure that I'm always putting it into my day. What would be your non-negotiable when it comes to your self-care? Oh my goodness. I actually have so many, and I think you already know this because I talk about it so much because we can't give from an empty cup, right? We have to make sure. And I think that, and I'm speaking from personal experience here, you know, being a, a mom of three and having multiple businesses, I was the person that gave to everyone else. And I thought that it was selfish to give to myself. And, you know, as things happen in life, I realized that if I don't look after myself first, or if I don't fit my own oxygen mask first, I actually can't give, you know, and I did get to a point where, where I was burnt out and completely burnt out. So when I started my business again, one of the things that I did from a, a business perspective is made sure that I set my calendar up so it worked for me. And I think that a lot of, you know, and I guess if you've got a job, this is a little more difficult than if you have a business. But, you know, most of us, we, we have our business or our career first and then everything else sort of works around that. But I think that we need to reverse engineer that and say, well, what does our week need to look like to work around our business? So one of the first things I did was mark my calendar off Mondays and mark it off Fridays. I do not do any client-facing activities on those days. Sometimes I work, most of the time I don't. I'm in a busy time at the minute, so at the moment I am doing, you know, work on Mondays and Fridays, but generally I only work three days a week and, and it is marked in my calendar, so no one, no one gets access to me on those days. <laughs> I love that. And I love how you reverse engineer everything. I've become a big <laughs> fan of this, but I've never thought of doing it with a self-care. I'm loving this. I'm going to have to look at my diary now. Yeah, I reverse engineer everything. <laughs> That's um, so awesome that you do that and you black out those days so that you can just recharge and be ready for when you are facing clients because it's a very demanding job that you do absolutely because if it's not in our calendar it's very easy to go oh I said I wasn't going to work today or I said I wasn't going to go to the gym or I said I wasn't going to go and you know uh you know I wasn't going to go and do something else and then because it's not in your calendar you you just let it go where you know, gym time for me is in the calendar for, you know, time to go get my nails done or my hair done. All of that stuff goes in the calendar because then it's like I'm outsourcing my decision making. It's just in the calendar and I just follow along. So that that's definitely a big, a big part of self-care for me. Um, and the other one is my environment. So I have put, for me, my, you know, personally, the beach is where I get all of my energy. That's where I um, do all my get excited it's where I get creative it's where I do my healing it's where I do my grounding so I live at the beach and between clients if I'm you know if I've got a really busy day I'll just go downstairs and stay with my feet in the water you know or I'll go sit on the balcony with a cup of coffee and just listen to the waves and I really make sure that that is how I reset so that I'm ready to be able to give again, because if I don't have that reset time, I get, I notice, I don't know, maybe it's my age. I notice that I get so depleted so much more quickly than I used to. Yeah, it is. It's so important to offer ourselves that time to reset, as you said. And even those micro moments of going and popping your feet in the water or having that coffee, it does help just 
it almost like resets the brain mm. if that makes sense I know yesterday I was working on a project and I was could feel myself getting really frustrated with it I thought no Elena just walk away for 10 mm. minutes have a cup of tea and I did that and then I came back and yeah sure enough I got on with it and cracked on and got it finished but yeah those little micro moments can make a huge difference as well I created a model of self-care to make it easier for nurses to create their own self-care plan, so to speak. Us nurses love a care plan. So mm -hmm. when I started promoting self-care to nurses, I realized very quickly that self-care was getting associated with things like trips to the beach, getting your nails done, having a bubble bath. But I realized that there's so much more to it than that. And I've broken it down into the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and indulgent parts of self-care. The indulgent parts being what it often gets associated with. Mm. So what would be your idea of indulgent self-care? So this to me is really interesting because the more I broke it down, the more I thought, well, that's not really indulgent. Like, you know, I could go get a massage or a facial. Hang on a minute. That's not really indulgent. That's physical. Or, you know, I feel really good then and that's spiritual or, and it didn't matter what I actually came up with here. Everything kind of moved into another area. And what I started to realize is that what we call indulgent is actually what we need to be able to just do life really, really well. And that sometimes I think that we can get caught out calling things indulgent, like, oh, who doesn't love, you know, tight? Well, for me, I, my love language is physical touch. So a day at the day spa with a facial and a massage is just like the best thing ever. But it's not like, it's not really indulgent. Like we call it indulgent. Like what is it that all of a sudden the things that make us feel good or the things that are really good for us, we're thinking of treats. Like maybe I think it'd be nice if we didn't think of it like that very true and I always say as well we need to be addressing the other four aspects so we can really enjoy when we do go for the indulgent parts because yeah we get like so much more from it totally so when I looked at it I'm like all five of them like definitely we do want to have those indulgent moments of self-care I do love having a facial but I, I, what I love about what you teach so much is that those five areas actually can intertwine so easily and that we do need to have all of them. So, you know, I could, I could say that, in, you know, I could say that, you know, having a, a, a cup of coffee out in the balcony is indulgent, you know, when I'm meant to be working, but it's sort of, you, you know, it goes into so many different areas. So, yeah. Yeah, I always liken it to like I love to go down to the beach and just chill out and and I almost see that as meditating especially when yeah. I'm on my paddleboard as well. And that can come under emotional because I'm practicing mindfulness for my emotions. It comes under the spiritual because it's meditation and it's coming under the indulgent because I'm doing something that I love. You know, I'm out on the water yeah. on my paddleboard. So yeah, they all do interchange, but it's just recognizing that you need to be addressing all five all of them yeah I, I love I love your model like seriously the way that it's broken down is pure genius and I think that it's good to see people starting to understand this because there was a generation of you know of uh, I learned from my mother that we don't do things like that that we have to be what's the word oh I can't think of the word but you know like a martyr yeah 
and and I think that's what our parents learned from their parents or our my mum learned from her mum but life's so different now like my grandmother didn't have to pull off in a day what I pull off in a day it was a very very different world and that we do need to look after ourselves because you know we're just doing so much yeah well like you say like your grandparents my grandparents they grew up in wartime you know it's Mm -hmm. and to if you compare that time to what it is now you know we have to make a change in our mindset and what we're doing because we're so over stimulated these days Mm -hmm. you know we're constantly in front of screens there's advertising we're on our phones we're always being stimulated by something whereas back then they weren't you know they were Mm -hmm. lucky if they had a wireless in the corner of the room to listen to Mm. so it's recognizing that life is different now and because life is different we have to live differently too Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that includes looking after our mental health and our minds a bit more than we probably would have back then. Totally, totally. If you enjoy meditating or you would like to give meditation a try, why not head on over to happynurse.com.au forward slash meditation to download my free guided meditation for stress and anxiety relief. It's 12 minutes of pure self-care. I speak about always trying to be the best version of yourself. And I know this is something that comes naturally to you, Sam. But I always say if nurses are turning up as the best versions of themselves, they're offering the best possible care to their patients and being Mm. the best colleague to their colleagues. So who or what inspires you to be the best version of yourself? There's so many practices that and things that I do in my life to be that you know I've got numerous coaches and mentors I read a lot of books Um, I'm a bit of a documentary nerd Um, I love to learn my my kids I I always want to show up to be the best because I want my kids to uh, to um, look at me as a role model and for them to believe that they can do anything they want you know my husband Leon is an amazing role model for me and also someone that pushes me always to say hey you're holding yourself back but I and it's every single one of these that that comes in to help me to be that person but there's another little piece I guess to it and it's what I talked about earlier it's me realizing that I had to give myself permission to show up to be that person that person that it's not all external that, that we've got these amazing people and resources around us all the time. But if we choose to not pay attention to them or choose not to do anything with them, then there's no value. We, we, have to, we have to give ourselves permission to, to show up as the best person and to tap into all of these resources. So it's, I think that it's such a, um, you know, it's like all the cogs have to, to work together to make it work. But, yeah big learning nerd I am (laughs) I love that that's so beautiful giving yourself permission no one said that to me before and yeah it's so true the light bulb just went off in my head there I think that is the key isn't it it's giving yourself that permission and allowing yourself to blossom into that version of yourself that you aspire to be Mm, absolutely and yeah, my kids as well, I'm the same as you. I know, like, you know, I'm bringing up two boys on my own and yeah. I want them to see me as an inspiration so that they go off and follow their dreams and 
and do what they want with their lives when they're older. So totally, totally. Yeah. I was um, really, um, I actually interviewed my daughter on my podcast. Um, it was actually a few months back because I wanted to know through her eyes what it was like to have a mum, well, and her father as well. I'm not with him anymore. Um, as you know, parents as entrepreneurs, and it was fascinating to hear it through her eyes as an adult now, what she saw and the stories as a mum that I told myself in my head, you know, those guilty, that mother's guilt that we have. And she just did not see it in the same way at all. And it was so cool to see. And, um, you know, she has grown up and she's got an amazing career. And I just, I message all my kids always on Saturday mornings because my kids are all grown up, always message on Saturday mornings and ask how their week was. And she went, oh, yeah, by the way, I quit my job yesterday. I was like, oh, what? (laughs) So it was really cool to jump on the phone. And she said, yeah, it just wasn't making me happy anymore. I felt like I wasn't fulfilled like I used to be. feel like I've done all I can in this career. And she's doing a complete career change. And she said, you know, because I used to be a personal trainer at one point. She said, you're going to be so proud. I'm going to be a personal trainer. I was like, oh my god that's amazing so wow so it's so cool that um you know to see my my children grow up and to have them realize that they have the ability if they're not happy to stop doing something and change because you know how many millions of people in the world think that I have to do this because I've got a mortgage to pay or because, you know, all the other millions of stories that we tell ourselves and whilst we might not be able to change something overnight we do have the ability to put things in place when, you know, if we're trying to do something else, it might, you know, it might take 10 years, but we do have a choice and we can change. I remember listening to that podcast earlier this year when it came out and I was driving to work at the time at the hospital and Happy Nurse was still, it was on the go, but it wasn't quite what it is now. And Uh listening to that gave me the confidence to know that, my children were going to be okay if I pursued the stream. So yeah, I'm so awesome. grateful to you for doing that and to your, for your daughter for being so honest and sharing her experiences of her childhood. Oh, I'm so glad that I'm so glad that you got that message that I really am so passionate to deliver because I think that as mums, we, we want to be the superheroes and get everything right and often feel like we're getting nothing right. <laughs> I always like it too. I, I speak about it when I'm talking about burnout and overwhelm and, and say it feels sometimes a bit like Cinderella, but you never get to go to the ball. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> you're doing everything for everyone else, but it's actually okay to do something for you too because like, Absolutely. As, as you said earlier, you can't pour from an empty cup. So we have to make sure ours is full as well yeah there was many many years I didn't even have time to put that glass slipper on I didn't have time to stop and get the shoe on <laughs> I'm still looking for the prince charming with a glass slipper <laughs> he is there Elena he is there <laughs> somewhere out there anyway we digress absolutely um, so I am um, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the show was to pick your brain almost about any hints or tips you could offer to any nurses out there who are looking to start a a side hustle or go into business? I know there's so many out there. There's even Facebook groups dedicated to this, you know, nurses Mm. with extra jobs, because let's face it, we don't go into nursing for the money. It's, it's a job we do for the love of it because Mm. it doesn't really pay 
what we should be getting paid but mm. we do it because we love it and there mm. are so many of my colleagues out there who are looking to start a business or they've already got one but they just don't know where to turn mm. I love this question because I think that I mean not so much in nursing during COVID but certainly a lot of people in the world who have been wanting to maybe go out and start something on their own and thought, you know, they were too afraid to take that step thinking, oh, but, you know, my job is is my comfort doona. I, you know, I'm too afraid to step out. I know that I'm going to have my wage every week. I know that there's lots of people out there suddenly thinking, wow, my job isn't as secure as what I thought it was. So maybe there's even nurses in your world whose partners are in that position where, you know, they've all of a sudden thought, well, A, my job isn't secure, but they may also be thinking, and I know a lot of people have had this, the world has slowed down a little bit. Again, not so much for nurses, um, but people are taking that time to stop and think, what is it that I really want to do? Like maybe I'm not fulfilling my life purpose as much as I thought. And I don't mean just from a job or a career perspective, but maybe you know, people, there's people that want to spend more time with their children, or maybe they want to travel more, or maybe they don't want to live in the city anymore. And they want some sort of sea change, you know, all of these things. And I think that having a business gives us the ability to do that, to be able to choose the hours that we work, to be able to choose, you know, when we're working, where we're working, and to choose the people that we work with, because I think that for so many people, you know, um, having a business and doing work that really matters is so important to so many of us. And, you know, I think that the first place to start is actually not anything to do with your job or your business, which sounds counterintuitive, but it's more to think about, well, what do I want my life to look like? Where do I want to be living? How do I want to be living? You know, who are the people that I want to be surrounded with? And starting to get really clear on what you want your life to look like so that you can reverse engineer okay to make this happen what is it that I need to create to be able to live this life that I want to live and then you know once once you've really got clear on what you want your life to look like it's so much easier to um to cross the you know that invisible line in the sand and say hey I'm doing this because as you would know it's it is a gutsy move to start your own business you know you've, there's a there's quite a lot of things that are happening in your mind that that come into play that say oh it's easier if you don't do that and who am I to be doing this and all of that kind of thing so being very clear on where you're heading is a really great start and then I'm a big believer in you know, what is the knowledge that you have? What is it that you've done in your life that, or your expertise? What is it that you do that you can help other people with? Um, because that is the, the easiest business to start is take the knowledge that you've already got and transform it into to some sort of online business where you're helping other people that have got that same problem as you. Um, so that you're you're able to leverage your time and 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 all of the other things that we love so you know what is it that you're an expert in um and i i yeah. often talk about the keep principle which is you know what's your knowledge what's your expertise what's your experience and what's your passions and start to really think well if we bring all of those things together what is it that i can create something that's unique to me 
That's so awesome. And again, I love how you reverse engineer things because it wasn't until I did that with you and I realized what it was I was actually, why I wanted to start a business and like what my kind of end goal was from it all. And everything just started to fall in place from then, you know, and I started to take just small steps and then each small step was just, it's like the snowball, it's getting bigger and bigger. And like recently I have, um, cut my hours at the hospital down to 0.25 full-time equivalent oh, wow. so, <laughs> I didn't even know that that is so awesome <laughs> yeah so like I'm doing enough to keep my clinical skills up and my registration open but happy nurse is my focus now and 0.75 well I probably do 40 hours on it because but it doesn't feel like work because I it love feels different, what I do doesn't it? yeah it's yeah. so it's so different and I'm just so happy and I can be around for the kids more because before they used to be in before and after school club a lot because, you know, I work shifts and now I'm there to drop them off and pick them up from school most days. And my little one, he just turned eight last week and he still comes running out of school at the end of the day. And I get that big hug, you know, and it's those little moments that Mm -hmm. they mean so much. And I was missing out on them because I was always at the hospital so yeah by pursuing my dreams and doing what I love I'm getting some extra quality time with my children which I can never get back you know as you know they grow up and leave home and Uh uh I'm managing to carve that special time out now so yeah I love it it's brilliant I love it that what's so amazing about that is not only are you still doing work that you love it's just got a different feel to it you're making such a difference. You know, we're, we're all in this coaching space. We're doing work that really matters. It matters to other people. And by us sharing our expertise, we're not just creating this fulfillment for ourselves, but we're changing other people's lives. And from there, that creates a massive ripple of impact because, you know, of all the nurses that you work with, what, what does that do to their relationships with their husbands, with their partners, with their children, with their friends and family, with their colleagues? You know, the ripple of impact exponentially grows and it's so exciting. Yeah, I, it's so true. And I never really see myself as someone who's like inspirational, but so many of my colleagues say, oh, Elena, you're so inspiring. And even that alone is enough for me, you know, to know that I'm actually making other people think, you know, oh, maybe I could do something different. And, and look, Elena's managed to do it. So why couldn't I? Mm. And just knowing that I maybe have been that little catalyst for change and help them just to take that first step towards what it is that they really want to do. Love it. You were saying about nurses and being busy during COVID and yet a lot of us are, but I know in Melbourne again at the moment and back in um, April here, I know in April, sorry, I'll focus on that first. In April, there was 30,000 nurses stood down because surgery (gasps) got cancelled. I was one of that 30,000, as you know, and that's where the podcast came from. But yeah, and there's still a lot of nurses are out of work. I know in Melbourne, there's a lot of peri-op nurses like myself are not working because elective surgery is cancelled. So you think nursing in a pandemic would be a very secure income, but at the moment it's not. Wow, that's, yeah, okay. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? And it, it do, it's times like that where you think, oh, wow, who ever would have thought in a million years that something like nursing would have been stable? I don't know, may, maybe, 
and I was just about to say maybe like we've all seen the um or may may or may not have seen some of the footage coming from Melbourne but maybe policemen are the only people that have got stable jobs at the moment but then you know you look in the, the US and a lot of them are being stood down as well because they're not getting funding in the police department so actually start to wonder well what is a stable job these days exactly. like is there such a thing I know a lot of the nurses, I follow a lot of the Facebook groups in the US too with nurses and it's the same there. There's so many of them being furloughed because like if you're not in a COVID hotspot, then there's no work. Wow. Yeah, it's really bizarre time to be a nurse. Totally. And you know, what's interesting is that a lot of people have always said to me, oh, I'm, I'm too scared to leave the security of my job. And I have been saying for as long as I can remember, I think there's more stability in business because at least you've got the choice. If something doesn't work to pivot really fast and do something different. And, you know, I've always been against the grain with that one. But I think that right now that I believe it more than ever, that the more, there is more stability in setting yourself up in a business than it is in a job. And I know like right back when I left my uh, my one and only full-time job that I ever had, that at the time when they were saying, why, why are you leaving? Because I was only 19 at the time. And I said, it doesn't, I was in, in a government job and I said, I'm working harder than anyone else here. I'd been, I'd went and applied for a, um, uh, for a new job. And the general manager had said to me, well, you're too young. You haven't done your time here. She goes, I had no idea that was your skill set. You should, you totally can do this job, but you haven't done your time. And at that point I was just like, oh, this job thing's not for me. If I work harder, I don't get paid anymore. I have to, I have to just do my time. Like this doesn't work for me. So <laughs> totally, totally all for going and, uh, to, and starting a business. I love your ethos around starting a business and that's one of the things that attracted me to work with you Samantha was because like I know you've been where I am you know you've been on your own raising children and you've Mm. still managed to like build seven figure businesses I was like Mm. right I want to know this woman's secret she's the one (laughs) (laughs) she's the one I need to work with and yeah the proof's already there so yeah thank you so much I'm so grateful to you for all your um your listing and your coaching and your mentoring and yeah you you keep me accountable to the point I've even actually recorded this online course and it went live yesterday That's- yay so <laughs> exciting but I just want to say that again it doesn't you know I did mention it before we have to give ourselves the permission I could tell you all of the secrets in the world but unless you implemented them they wouldn't be working you know you're the one that's doing the, your the work um and consistently showing up every single day so hats off to you oh thank you and you have your secret weapon as well of the genies i do how good are the genies uh the the genies are the best things in the world (laughs) (laughs) they have changed my life yeah so let me just tell people what the genies are unless they think you 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 and i have completely lost the plot (laughs) i've got a team i've got a team of um designers and web developers and content creators and um people that do all sorts of jobs and I you know you guys use my team and um, the reason I called them the genies is because I was sitting down one day and and I'd had the idea and I said to my husband Leon you know if people had access to my team they would be able to do the things that we do and 
you know, I had tried teaching people how to hire a team and it didn't quite work in the same way. I knew that I had some skills there just from being in business for such a, a long time and having had teams of people working under me. So I thought, well, rather than trying to teach that, why don't I just give people access to my team? And I said, it's kind of like a genie bottle, like where they rub it and they get some wishes. And Leon's like, why don't you just call them the genies? And I was like, Yes, this is so cool. So now you guys all have, all my clients have access to the genies where they get to, you know, metaphorically rub the lamp and uh, and just say, can you please do this? And they just do it. <laughs> they are amazing. And yeah, those of you who follow my content on social media, all the graphics, um, a lot of the um, blog posts, it all comes from content created by the genies, obviously with my input as well. But all the nice artwork and that it's all down to them they um i jokingly said to samantha the other day if only they could give me time but then i realized they do give me time because they're taking all that hard work away from me and i'm getting to focus on what i'm good at and now i even said to samantha earlier this morning i've got a social life again because i'm not spending the weekends getting caught up with doing stuff for social media and writing out um creating stuff for my website and doing landing pages and all that stuff that has been a bit of a baptism of fire for me i now just offload it to them they are they are like the genies it's amazing <laughs> so good so good whoever thought someone building a business could have social time <laughs> yeah i know uh, yeah who would have thought it exactly but i have to practice what i preach hey i was <laughs> burning the candle at both ends for a while. And I thought, no, Elena, you can't be burnt out and, pra and preach about self-care. So sorry. Yeah. yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah, because it's too easy just to get caught up in it. And especially because you love what you do. Yeah. And you don't really, it doesn't feel like work as such. Because That's actually, what you just said then is really powerful because I think that a lot of entrepreneurs can get caught in, and uh, into that and and let's not probably not just entrepreneurs but nurses would be the same or anyone that really loves their job we can get caught thinking but I love my job and get go down that that um I, my cup is empty path and even I do like on Friday afternoon because uh, we're in a really busy time in our business I realized that I was feeling really empty and I was really tired and I actually just shut my computer. I went, I have to go and meditate and I have to go to the beach and I have to take some time out for myself. Otherwise, you know, it's going to get to Monday and I'm going to feel like I haven't really taken any time out. And well, you know, how can we be creative and how can we be um, empathetic to other people when we're just not doing those things for ourselves? Yeah, I was the same at the weekend. I'd had a crazy busy week last week and it, it ended with me having to be clinical lead at work as well on Friday. And then on Saturday, I had all these great plans. I've got content to write for um, an education platform. I thought, right, I'm going to do that on Saturday. But I got up on Saturday morning and I just, I felt done. I thought, mm. do you know what? I'm not going to give my best. So I just chilled out. I took it easy. The kids were with their dad. I had a really kind of self-care day I even did lots of cooking so my cooking's all done for the week so I don't have to worry about that like that's part of my self-care too is being organized in that regards and then yesterday I got up bright and bushy-tailed and I just knocked out everything that I'd wanted to do on Saturday instead and so. probably at five times the speed or the ten times the speed that you would have if you had have pushed through and tried to do it Saturday 
Yeah, Saturday I just had a block. It wasn't going to happen, so I just gave in and chilled out. Oh, you had a human moment, Elena. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I let my humanness come through. (laughs) How authentic and empowering. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So have you got a resource to share with the listeners? Absolutely. I've got a couple. So I've created a a free PDF download called... um, employee to empowered entrepreneur so if there's people if you're listening now and you're thinking I would also like to get some time back like Elena has and maybe do a side hustle or set your business up so that you can leave it's got the five tips in there to position yourself as a standout expert so that you can have the ability to attract your dream clients and you know really set this beautiful life up so you can get that at samanthariley.global forward slash happiness there's a special page there just for the listeners of this beautiful podcast Uh, and there's also going to be a link there for a training that i'm giving called how to uh, transform your knowledge into a profitable online business and do work that matters so this is Um, I'm going to be sharing not just, you know, what you need to do, but also the three biggest mistakes that people make that have them failing or just surviving instead of thriving. And there's so much opportunity out in the world right now to be creating online businesses and online programs that I would love everyone to get those tips so that they can create this thriving business and live a life that they love and do work that matters. So just go to samanthariley.global forward slash happiness. That's awesome, Samantha. Thank you so much. And what a generous thing to share. I encourage anyone who's thinking about um, starting a side hustle or already has one and isn't sure where to turn next to jump on to this free training because it will be jam-packed with value. I know that for sure. Oh, thanks, Elena. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure having you on the show and a bit surreal interviewing you instead of you coaching me. (laughs) It's been awesome. I've absolutely loved it. And I love the work that you do. So it's been an absolute honor to be here with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Happy Nurse Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's content and would like to join the Happy Nurse community, head over to Facebook and check out the Happy Nurse AU Facebook page and request to join the Happy Nurse community. Also check out happynurse.com.au for access to free downloads and subscription to my blog. See you soon and in the meantime remember to always offer yourself the same compassion that you so freely give to others.